This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Just a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, do check it out. Uh, we'll see what we more details we can get on more appearances of it. And I'm just kind of being premature here. We haven't necessarily got the literature and all the goods as to when and all that. We just know the 29th is that magical day mm-hmm. for the uh, Kelly and Rumia primetime special. Uh, we welcome you back to Hour 2. Rummy is at the studio in Toronto. Kelly McDonald here at the Home Studio London, Ontario. Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, we get an opportunity to visit with our community reporters. They bring so much stuff to us to talk about. It's just, just crazy, folks. And today, Kim Kilpatrick will not disappoint. She's got all sorts of stuff from the Ottawa region. Welcome back, Kim. Hello, hello. Uh, you're in prime time now. That's very uh, prog- That's very posh. Prime you know, time. we never came up with an actual name for it, Kim. Yeah. So it's the prime time special. And they only give yeah. us the one day, so we're not posh enough. Like, we're oh. temporarily posh. Yeah, but this is well, the first step in the ladder. You oh, know? you think this so? Not, well, yeah, this is the beginning. We think and, we're going to get kicked off big, immediately. In front of a wonderful audience, all the... Mm-hmm. We better stop fantasizing here because it gets like some dream here. Oh, and then somebody will... Here, here, come on, wake up, wake up. Thank you. It's over now. <laughs> Uh, Kim, let's no. talk about Benevolence, a wonderful performance here and lots of cool things for accessibility involved. Yeah, so it's a play at the Great Canadian Theatre Company, GCTC. Um, it's running for a couple of weeks, but this performance is going to be on the 17th of December, which is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uh, director of the play is Eric Coates, who was the executive director of GCTC for many, many years, so he's back to direct this. And there is going to be a touch tour that day if you're blind or low vision. It would start at noon um, prior to the matinee performance, which um, so, and it's at the Great Canadian Theatre Company, which is on Wellington Street. And there's a description of the play. It sounds really quite interesting. It is, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. It's kind of like a comedy and not a comedy. I guess it won the Governor General's Literary Award for Drama. And so it sounds sounds like it's going to be really good. Um, it's 75 minutes long, no intermission. So in order to um, register for the touch tour, you do have to register for with Drea, who is the um, access person at GCTC. And then you will get more information. The tickets are also, which I think is really nice, the tickets are a sliding scale. So there's mm. a sort of pay what you can, but there, there's kind of a sliding scale. So we know that in our community, sometimes um, there will be, you know, people who can't afford it, but really want to go. So yep. it's kind of nice. They're going to meet everybody at the entrance to the building. I'm going to discuss the production characters, set and visual elements and have some things to touch, um, either props or actual props. And time for the tour prior to the performance. And you're going to give out complimentary tea and coffee. And the performance begins at 2. So tickets are available. Um, pick your price, 15 25 or 35 So you can you have to book your tickets for this with uh, Drea, who's the access coordinator manager. Um, Excellent. And we have Very that nice. information for her on the blog. Drea. D-R-E-A at G-C-T-C dot C-A or by phone at 
5192 extension 235 and I will be there not that you have to go because I'm going to be there but <laughs> I'll be happy to uh, I'm, I'm excited to go so I'll be there and, and I'm sure there'll be people listening that would love to meet you Kim quickly tell me Touch tours. Um, is this when you see this one of those things that even makes it more? Hey, I think I've got to go to that. Uh, do you find it or the notes more useful when it comes to things or, or all of it? Because I know some people might say a touch tour they make it a little overwhelmed or I'm trying to read yeah. all that stuff, memorize the touch to the the pre-show notes might be too much. What do you find for you as an artist? I all of it but i'm a bit of a nerd that way you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i kind of mm -hmm. read the notes and the touch tour and i listen to like any description and you know live describe but i know what you mean i i do find sometimes with touch tours they'll get excited and like i'm not saying this would happen here but you know they'll get excited they'll go here touch a phone and it's like okay i sort of know unless it's a really <laughs> old-fashioned phone like i know what a phone is like but they're sort of showing you everything on the stage, but often I'll say, just show me the things that are unique. Like I don't need to see a couch unless there's something special about the couch. Like if yeah. the couch yeah. has hidden I, I kind of like knowing something. the set. I was like, going to say, I, yeah, I, I do. That's yeah. almost more, because then I get the idea more that, okay, he's moving over where yeah. that phone is. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think yeah. that's the actor, right? That's my me almost wanting to know they're blocking. That's what yeah, it I is. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that too, but they don't have to hand me like everything no, that's normal. No. But I like to hear people walk around the set or if they let you walk on the set. Now, often due yes, to rules, you like um, yeah. you're not allowed on there. Which but I I've seen a, a workaround, which is like a diorama, right? People will create yeah, little, yeah, little mm -hmm. uh, models And I've of been the set. on stage. Like there are times mm -hmm. where they'll say no problem. Like just, Sometimes you know. it's afterwards, I guess. Especially post-show, yeah. right? Because yes. it doesn't matter if you mess yes. with any of the props. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you know, they're pretty in control of the props even beforehand, but the ones they're okay with, maybe mm -hmm. the stuff that comes uh, from behind on the set. So it's yeah, great. Yeah. I'm just, just curious. It's fair, though, well, Kim, that you said that, you know, you're a nerd about it, and that's why you read all the notes and the access guides and whatever else is handed to you beforehand. And I always think about that, like, as a discrepancy for any of us who are like, I don't do any of this. I just walk into the play. Hopefully I get there for pre-show notes. On time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on time, number one. Uh, but to, for the pre-show kind of AD um, notes, uh, you know, what happens then, right, for some of us who may have read and some others yeah. of us who haven't. But it's it, but it's guess, great that everything is available. But I guess, I like, I wouldn't not go to a play if I decided to show up at the last minute. Like, I'll go and take my chance. It's not like yeah. I have to have yeah. this. You know, but, you know, would you be better off if you did? And that's kind of the question that organizers are asking now, right, or yeah. accessibility. Um, and it depends on the play a bit, like a really oh, verbal yeah. play, maybe not, right? Exactly. But, but an plays, opera. Yes. Maybe yes. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's talk about Christmas at Billings Estate Museum and a Christmas tea. Yeah. So unfortunately, the tea is totally sold out because oh. I looked at it because some people oh. wanted to. So sorry about that. But I guess it's um, so Billings Estate Museum is one of Ottawa's local museums. And I don't know. I wasn't reporting on here when I did used to do this, but we used to do storytelling there all the time around Halloween. And there'd be like these walking tours and there'd be stories there in different parts of the estate, sometimes inside, some outside. So it's a very old house. A lot of colorful characters. Uh, the Billings family lived there for many years. Very colorful characters. And there's like a gatehouse and there's a big lawn like yard with a cemetery there. And it's it's right in the city, but it's very, uh, it feels really old when you go there. Like, you know, it it kind of 
feels like you're not in the city, sort of. It's it's an older house with a lot of interesting inform, uh, things there. Um, it's not totally wheelchair accessible. The first floor is of the house and the gatehouse, but there's a second floor and there's an attic. And we actually were, I was telling stories in the attic one time up there uh, about nice. World War One, And uh, my dog, my guide dog refused to go up. She really hated it up there oh, yeah and man. apparently there were there were some things there were some people that said there spirits. were ghosts and spirits yeah. and things but she'd hate it up there <laughs> um yeah but uh you can get there by transit it's a bit trickier unless you know the way because it's kind of up a side street and stuff so i would probably maybe suggest a cab or a writer or, or a para if you get that so december 2nd to 23 and it's a regular admission um and you can, you can, they have a lot of activities, holiday type activities there. Um, so there's uh, period appropriate festive decor. So they lived in the house, oh, like 150, 200 years ago, but they, they lived in it for quite a long time. Um, oldest wood frame house. And they even have an ice house there, like an old one. Wow. So it's quite oh, actually cool. cool. Um, and it's very cold in there. I've gone I in bet. there. I actually told stories in there once. That was not fun because it was cold, <laughs> cold, cold. Um, and there's there's um, artifacts for the and there's artifacts of you know the time. There's a coloring station for kids and and help place some pieces in the in the community puzzle. So that mm-hmm. sounds kind of interesting. Um, or craft an ornament from natural materials. So it just sounds like a lot of fun. And it's not far out of the city. So you can no, get there no. if you're um, blind, low vision, you know, you can't or other disabilities, you can get there. So it, awesome. it is a nice, it is a nice place. I really, I like building state. I miss doing storytelling there every Halloween. <laughs> Especially in the ice house. Can we got oh, two no. minutes? Can we talk about Bywood Market? Market? <laughs> Yeah, so it just occurred to me um, that the Byward Market has a lot of things for Christmas. There is a historic, there are historic um, carriage rides with horses and the carriage. I did that once. A, a friend of mine gave it to me as a gift, and uh, oh. it was it was fun because you go through that area and you can actually hear like it's nice and slow, right? So you can you can hear people talking yeah. going by. Yes. You can hear all kinds oh, of stuff. Nice. It's like, oh, it's so nice. And so they have yeah, and they, like they sell Christmas trees there in the kind of the square. So there's like Christmas mm. trees and you can smell them. Like even if you're not going to go buy them, you smell the Christmas trees and the wreaths and all of these things. And like, so it's kind of a nice, I, I really like being there this time of, I mean, it's nice in the summer because there's all this fruits and vegetables, but this time of year too, it's, it's really nice because there's sometimes carols and the horses, you know, will have the bells on and all of this kind of thing. And, you know, you smell the trees and the piney smell. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just thought I would, I would mention it because it's, it's a lot. I love the idea of the Christmas carols and the tree smelling. They'd arrest me and say, sir, what are you doing? Getting high off those trees? Come along with us. I <laughs> oh, no, love I, that. I love that smell. I just love it. It's one of my favorite. And it's close to the and canal. And it feels so- like Christmas. Yes. Yeah. So it's, if the yeah. canal ever opens this year, it did not open last year. That was the first season it never mm. opened. Um, yeah, I guess at this time open. of year, it's, 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 it's not likely to be open this when early I was a kid, When Christmas. I was a kid, it yes. was always open at Christmas. It makes me sound old, right? Oh. When I was a kid, I could skate. We always skated Christmas oh. Eve. 
That's to do it's with the ice age. never opened by Christmas. No. The ice age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that old. <laughs> On that, Kim, best of the season to you. And this you is too. beautiful. Some really wonderful <laughs> visions here. Thanks, and Kim. wonderful smells, pine trees and all. Thanks, Kim. Absolutely. We'll talk to you next year. Thank you. Thank you. Kim Kilpatrick, our community reporter in Ottawa. We visit with our community reporters once a month, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays on the program to begin our second hour, generally. Magic word. Mm -hmm. Amuthan, generally. <laughs> coming up next, folks, know what on that our means. CNIB. Exactly. CNIB Smart Life segment coming up, folks. Features today, advantages and benefits of the new Illuminous lamp. We'll talk about it, learn about it after this. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hi, I'm Ramya Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.